Welcome back to the Not Just a Bikini Girl podcast. This is your host, Jasmine Anderson. And today we're going to be talking about men. So I know that most people that listen to this podcast are women. So we're going to be talking about the opposite sex today. And considering that it's Valentine's Day today as well, it's really got me thinking the past few weeks about my relationship right now and my view towards men. Some of you may not know this, or some of you may know this, but I've been with my partner Joe Jeffrey for nearly two years now, and we recently got engaged at the beginning of this year. However, if you would have asked my mates probably about five years ago, even three years ago, who would be the first and the last to settle down by any stretch, I was right down at the bottom every single time chilling with my cats and my meal for one. I was never seen as the person that was going to be settling down, purely for the fact that I'd been always very open about my opinions about men and how I always wanted to be this fiercely independent person. Now that's still very, very true. I still like to be very fiercely independent and Joe knows this anyway, but how I've changed as a person over the past few years and how my opinions of men has actually got me to the point that I am in my life right now and given me many of my achievements and my successes to this day. Why that is, is because of my beliefs and how they have changed. Now that isn't as simple as I've just said it and I'm going to go into this a little bit more in this episode but I'm going to share my own personal experiences with men in my life, how it's changed and how it's led me to where I am right now and these are things that I've never actually shared openly before. I've kind of briefly touched on bits. I've never gone really deep into how that's affected me and how it's got me to the point I am and I want to show you how your beliefs about men could be holding you back from reaching the success and the goals that you want in your life. So my past experience with men I'm going to try not to make this too much of a this is all about me sort of thing and it could easily turn into it needs its own episode but growing up I was very much in I guess you could say a very normal nuclear house Um, My parents have only just recently got divorced. Well, they're going through a divorce. So, yeah, growing up, I have a mum, my dad, the cat, me and my older brother. I'm the youngest out of my family. And from a very, very young age, I remember feeling very much in a conflict zone and a battlefield. Even though it's normally said that if you're in a nuclear normal house and things are meant to be fine, like it still wasn't the case for me. And most of the time... I would probably say maybe five times out of the week there would be some sort of argument or some sort of like breakout um, either between me and my dad or me and my brother or my mum and dad. Like there was always an argument to be had and always the and, and it was always the case that you had to be on your guard ready to just attack and defend yourself. Um, and I'll be honest, defend yourself mentally and physically my and don't get me wrong like everyone has their flaws and I still love all my family um just as equal but growing up with that sort of mentality that you always had to be on your guard and always have to be on your defense side as you can probably imagine wasn't the best sort of experience or thing to kind of grow up in there was a lot of power struggles in my family And my dad worked away a lot. He was the typical breadwinner. So I was very much brought up with very typical gender roles. 
my brother was very very much a practical person still is now and he did stuff for my dad I spent a lot of time with my mum and my mum is a massive inspiration to me because I remember from a very young age I think about from four onwards that she went back to university or she went back to do her GCSEs and she went all the way up to doing university while having two kids and looking after the whole family and unfortunately due to beliefs that my dad had and the way he was brought up unfortunately I witnessed a lot of my dad using money to control and manipulate what he basically wanted from that day he was very power hungry he demanded respect all pretty much all the time regardless if he was being an ass and he very much wanted me and my mum to be submissive in particular and many of the times that my brother would not be very nice to me he would never go the full degree to tell him off so without going into a massive long or lengthy description of my past even though I want it to be detailed to a certain degree I grew up with a not very big support system from a male side even though I lived with two male influences in my life my dad loved the fact that my brother was practical just like him uh, and actually he ends up being in the same profession as my dad which has caused issues of its own but when I was growing up I very much felt like I was the odd one out I love doing creative stuff I love reading studying and that was not something that my dad understood by any stretch he would always put it down even when I used to come in and I'd you know I'd win some really cool obviously it's not that cool but when I was younger I was really like ecstatic because I'd win quite a lot of prizes and out of the whole year of these 100 people I would you know win x prize and y prize that I'm no like child prodigy but I was quite academic and my success were never seen on par of my brother's achievements my dad would get more excited about my brother coming back with a trophy with sport or rugby in comparison to me coming back with a certificate or anything like that so I got brought up very much not expecting a lot from men and not expecting them to be there for you whereas my mum was very much the opposite and I can actually remember the only time my dad was I well I think my dad was truly happy for me was my driving test when I was 21. Now this is the same year that I graduated guys but um, I remember getting the same amount of minors as my brother and I remember my dad on the phone generally feeling like I could generally feel his like excitement and pure happiness and proudness and actually shock that I got the same amount of minors as my brother. I got two by the way I was quite happy with that. But anyway my brother was very much a bully he very much took out a lot of his own problems out on me mentally and physically and he was very much just I would feel like because I got bullied at school I'd go to school being bullied and I'd come home and I'd be bullied so I always felt like I was very much trapped and everything I did was made a joke out of and whenever I had like these crazy dreams or ambitions it would pretty much just be shot down and laughed at and kind of never spoken again so with the experiences like this with men, you can imagine automatically right now that my belief of men was that you always had to be on guard. They weren't supportive. They were power hungry. And don't get me wrong, I very much love my brother and my dad to bits and I can see their flaws and I can understand now 
in comparison to previously why they did what they did now it doesn't forgive some of the things that they've done but i can now understand from an objective standpoint why they are the way they are and i still love them to this day and you know what things change and after 24 years they are so slowly just about coming around to my way of life what i do and why i do it so what is a belief quite simply it's something that you believe to be true and this idea or this belief that you have you hold in high regard beliefs have the power to create or destroy certain things in your life that have the ability to create long-term meaning and attachment to an idea that can disempower you or can actually quite literally change your life depending on what that belief is and how beliefs are formed is very much dependent on how you were brought up Parents or whoever brought you up have the biggest influence in the ideas and the beliefs that you hold right now. So you might still be slightly different to your parents, but there'll be certain things that you've learned which have come mostly from them. Most of our beliefs are generalisations about the past based on painful or pleasurable experiences. Now that is how you generate these beliefs. It's come from things that you either seek pleasure from or pain from. So the belief that we love chocolate is because we've eaten some we've eaten chocolate when we were a child it was a pleasurable experience so we now have the belief that chocolate is nice and there's certain references around us that confirm that chocolate is nice at the same time if something was painful for you then you're going to have a belief which is somewhat different so for example when I was growing up I hate I didn't mind the dentist but I hated doctors because I had a really bad and painful experience for doctor when I was growing up so I very much got bored with the idea that dentist isn't too bad but I hate the doctors and I wouldn't go for the doctors now that's very very simple but there's many beliefs in anything in life but some of these beliefs might not be getting you where you want to be and they might not be benefiting you as much as you want them to And I think a good way to see how beliefs form and how they can be changed is very much if you go into a park. Obviously, there's a designer or the government have commissioned someone to create certain paths. And these are public pathways that people use. Now, I want you to imagine the last park that you went into. And if you can remember, how many times did you use the actual public pathway that has obviously been put there? by the designer or by whoever created or built that park you start to see that certain other paths have started to be created you see that someone over time and time and time and time and time that path has now got stronger and now it becomes part of the normal pathways that you see in this park when that new pathway was first created can you imagine that person how they must have felt knowing that path wasn't there and everyone's gonna look at them really funny a new belief is very very difficult because it takes a certain degree of courage and desire and want to want to step out of your comfort zone and do something which is very against the norm but again after the first person did it it goes again and again and now that path is formed and it is very very similar to beliefs the first time you try and change the way that you're thinking and going against your subconscious and what your brain is basically telling you to do, it's very, very difficult, very, very hard. But over time, if you keep going over that path again and again and again and again, it slowly gets better. 
Our brain does something which is called a confirmation bias. Now, once you have that belief in your head, your brain is constantly going to look out to seek that information and interpret experiences which confirm that belief. And that is something that we've, our brain has done for years. And it used to be really useful back in the caveman days because it was actually what kept a lot of people safe and away from harm. But even though we now live in a day and age that most likely, little fortunately for a lot of us in this world, that we're not going to be put against such situations that we might die in an instant if we make the wrong call, our brains are still wired in exactly the same way as what they were back in those caveman days. But again, if you're going towards men, then if you've got the opinion that men always are horrible, then whenever a man is going to do something, which is slightly horrible, then your brain is instantly going to connect the experience or interpret what you've just seen and say, basically, yep, my belief is right, we're cool. Pretty much in like very layman terms there. So this is very much relevant for me because after, obviously, I've been brought up for 16 years with my brother and my dad being the way they are. And then when I was 16, I fell in love with a guy and unfortunately it was a very abusive relationship mentally and physically. So that left me quite, to to be quite honest, it left me very much broken. Um, I was really, really severely depressed when I was going through my A-levels and it was after that I found out that he cheated on me with my classmate at the time and that was the first time I heard about it but then as I looked more into it there was a lot more people um, that unfortunately he cheated on me with. So when I was growing up and when I was at the age of 18 I already had the belief that men were arseholes and men were dicks. So when this experience happened to me it just all reaffirmed the belief in my head that guys can't be trusted that ourselves or that malarkey so again it reaffirmed this belief and made it a lot more stronger but even though I know this isn't true now it can be something that people easily do for even for me it protected myself and it confirmed the belief that I had in my head so yeah made me feel good made me feel like yep I know I'm 100% correct you can't trust men and long term it avoided me experiencing more pain and discomfort and I know this now however when I was back when I was 18 because of this confirmation bias it led me to feel certain emotions do certain actions would led to certain results I'll put it out very bluntly, when I, between the ages of 18 to 20, when I I went to university, um, I went out, I drank a lot, um, I just, I slept with whoever the fuck I wanted, and that sounds really, really strong for me to say, but I just, I just treat, I just went out and did what the hell I wanted, and I very much had it in my mind that I would treat men how they would treat me, I would never get close to anyone, and I always had the back of my head my get out clause and I always wanted to kind of be on the defensive and why was this it was because the belief system and the embedded pattern that had been developed over years and years and years so now I guess you're wondering okay you've now told me your life story Jasmine how does this relate to me and how has it stopped or delayed you from reaching your goals and stuff like that I started to think a lot more about this after spending some time with my mentor, um, Nini Shobo, 
I realised very quickly after speaking with him that taking any advice from men was very, very difficult for me. And so I know this can be very similar for many girls. Sometimes we know why we don't take advice from men. And sometimes we don't know. But when you start to dig, you'll realise that it's actually very much not just a very superficial layer. It's actually because of deep-rooted beliefs that you have about certain things. For example, when I was growing up, whenever I had a male teacher, my grades would go lower. And whenever I had a female teacher, my grades would go up. And this is very, very similar to when I started my fitness journey because whenever I had a female coach, the plan would be followed. It would be no problems. But anytime I worked with a male, there would be issues and there would be reasons why I didn't follow the plan. And obviously, because I didn't follow the plan, I I didn't get the goals and the physique and the results that I really wanted. Now, many of the times I blame it on them for having a rubbish plan when, in fact, it was nothing to do with them. It was the fact that subliminary, as I asked myself why, I realised it was because I had the belief growing up that I used to never listen to men because they're full of rubbish. So, how this affected me in a different area of my life and completely years away from that experience, why I realised that I could never accept anything a male was telling me was because my previous belief system was that men were controlling. So my reaction was always to rebel and go against anything that any man said to me, whether that be a coach or whether, it sounds so silly, even if I was speaking to someone on customer services, if it was a man, I would instantly get my foot up and I'll get on the defensive. And that is an instant reaction that I developed over years and years and years. And it sounds really silly, But a lot of how we think and act is due to these underlying beliefs we've embedded into the subconscious. And it's not anything you've done wrong. It's just a result of previous experiences that you've felt, emotions that you've felt, and the meaning you've attached to that experience, which has then led to the belief that you have right now. So once I acknowledge this and acknowledge other limiting beliefs that I had around men, I realised that it was very, very harsh to blame something like that something like not following a plan on someone else and I'm just because it was a male and since I've noticed this and I'm speaking more generally here right now my happiness and my overall success has actually improved because I've been able to take criticism and advice from a male because now I've actually realized that that belief that I had was completely false like not all men are out to get you and that hasn't just been from me waking up one morning thinking oh I'm going to change my belief that's been from opening myself up and trying to reinterpret experiences because I started to realize that my inability to get past this underlying belief was actually making me not get the goals I wanted and actually push me further away from them which was absolutely mental when I really started to think about it So if you're in a similar position and how you're probably asking, okay, so how do I go about changing a bit really bad beliefs that I have that I know it's holding me back and I know it's stopping me from either getting results that you want with your relationship with a male or whether it's just in life. Whenever you're looking to change a belief, there's many ways that you can go about doing this. But the the biggest thing that I can advise you doing is asking yourself just one simple question over and over and over again why constantly ask yourself why you have that belief really think about whether that belief is true so for example I had the belief that oh yeah all men cheat in the end but do they all really cheat in the end is it all men that cheat 
or is it the case that I've had many experiences where people have cheated on me and it's led to that belief is it the case that maybe women cheat because women cheat men cheat but sometimes we say these statements out loud to ourselves or other people without actually really taking a step back and thinking about what we're saying and even though it might seem very small that link you're creating with your conscious mind and subconscious mind will only get stronger and will only reinforce certain actions and emotions that you're feeling so another example is people sometimes believe oh you know I can't go a week without a cheat meal and that's a very very simple small statement if you're constantly saying that to people you're consciously telling your subconscious that you can't go without a cheat meal so how that's going to play out is that you're going to feel certain emotions potentially around food and your actions that you might take might lead to certain results so you might always want to be looking for that next cheat meal when actually the belief that you can't go a week without a cheat meal most of the time isn't actually true you can go without a cheat meal you've just got to tell yourself that you can go without a cheat meal the second thing is seeking out experiences that go against that current belief because remember, beliefs are created through experiences and the meanings we associate with that experience. But this can be a really difficult one to master and it isn't going to come very quickly. But the difference is, after this episode, you're going to be more equipped. Listen to this episode, you're now more aware and knowledgeable of what your mind is doing. There's two different minds that you're having to play around with here. There's going to be your subconscious and your conscious mind. And once you start to be more aware of what you're doing, and even in certain moments that you just stop yourself and just think, why am I saying this? Why am I doing this? Why am I taking this action right now? And don't just think, oh, I'm taking this action just because I am. No, there's an underlying reason why you're doing certain actions and why you're acting in certain ways. And this can be definitely relevant when you're speaking to your partner. Like your brain is constantly making decisions about things every single second, every single minute. If you just stop for a second and think, why am I doing that action? What belief is behind that action? And a real big example here, how many times you flipped out at your boyfriend or partner in the gym when they've tried to help you? I know this for a fact because I used to do this myself and I know many of my friends and many of my clients have this same problem that they automatically go into this response of defence, react. And that can cause issues with their relationships and down the line they realise that it can actually affect long term or the end goal that they have. Now, if you want to change this, you need to start rephrasing the narrative and challenging that underlying belief that is causing that automatic response. I used to be awful to be in, in the gym and Joe would normally avoid me like the barge pole because I would just snap automatically. And it got to the point that I was getting so frustrated and actually upset with myself because I knew that I didn't mean to snap at him. I knew that it was just nothing to do with what he had said but it was the underlying belief and automatic response that my brain had been patterned over time and time again that whenever a man says anything to you, you've got to be in the defensive. And why was that? Because I got brought up in a house where I constantly felt like I was in a war zone. I had to be ready to attack anyone. I had to be ready to be attacked by any opportunity. So after time and time again, that isn't something that my conscious mind was doing it was something that my subconscious mind was doing without me even thinking about it because that's how entwined and strongly linked it was 
So you're probably thinking now, so how the hell did you go about stopping this? And it's still something that I'm working on now. I'm not even going to say that it's 100% fixed. I still have those moments now that I will switch, fall into bad habits. But the way that I rephrased this and changed this belief was associating pain with this old belief that I had that I shouldn't listen to men. They're out to get you or attack you. I always remember this moment being in the gym and Joe came over to me and met, saw that my squat was a little bit funny and that's something that I always struggle with anyway. I remember him saying to me, oh, you need to do this, you need to do that. And, you know, he's so knowledgeable, he would just talk my bloomin' hat off anyway. But very many of times I would get on the attack and just make an excuse and just say anything just because the fact that it was a it was a man telling me off, a man telling me that I was wrong and I would never, ever accept that growing up because I was always disrespected by men. So by telling myself, if I don't take his advice and listen, it could mean that it will take me longer to reach my goals. It might mean that I won't get the physique I want. It might mean that I'm always having the same failures in life. And it was saying to myself that I'm going to fail again in some shape or form, which was the moment that I was like, oh shit, no, 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 this is not happening. Oh my God, I've got to listen to this guy right now. And obviously this happened at a very, very, very fast pace in my head, but it meant that I just was so quiet and I was just listened. And I remember Joe at the end just being like, you didn't say anything. His face honestly looked dead in shock. Anything that resonates with you strongly, that is the new belief that you need to set. So associate pain with the old belief that you have right now with men or anything that you have in your life. And think about if you if you continue to think and act on this belief, what it could mean for you. So what could it mean for you if you have a certain opinion about men? Could it mean that you're never going to be able to fully open up? You won't be able to get the physique you want or anything like that. Like think about what that could mean for you if you have that belief right now and you know that it's getting you down and it's affecting you, it's putting you back. I just remember once I reframed and associated pain to that belief, the emotion I felt was fear. I was like, oh my God, if I don't listen to Joe, then this all could happen. So what action did I take for once in my life? I actually shut up. So I remember at first... I snapped at him and I remember just stopping myself and thinking, whoa, 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 why am I doing that? It sounds so mental in my head, but I was like, whoa, 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 why am I doing that right now? What belief is that? And obviously this is so made up, but your beliefs aren't reality. They're imagined if you want them to be. Now, I know this can be really, really hard, but trust me when I say that it is worth it in the long run, even though it can be at times the most painful thing that we're having to deal with face on so question your belief system because once you face it head on you will start to see whether that belief is being detrimental to your goals or whether it needs improving or adjusting or whether it's just not the right belief for you because remember beliefs lead you to feel certain emotions which lead you to take certain actions which then lead you to take certain results I would not be where I am today without my coach Austin and Joe right now, hands down for many reasons. And same with my mentor. So I really advise you, if you're listening to this podcast, is to start noting down certain, just being more aware in your day to day about certain 
reactions to certain things that you do and actually catching yourself and thinking why am I actually doing this why am I saying that thing to him why am I reacting that certain way is it actually something that he's done or is it something that is within me and an automatic response that I give don't get me wrong I know men can be absolute assholes and they still can be a pain in the ass but they're not the bad guy but be more open I think that's what I'm trying to guess at here is yes you might have been hurt in the past but that doesn't mean that you're always going to be hurt again and again and again and it doesn't mean that you're that any man you get is always going to do what the other man did 